Welcome to the Graybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Graybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Graybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 25 of the Greybeard Chronicles. Kevin, how are you, sir? I'm doing excellent, Bryant. Thank you. Aren't I always doing excellent? Yeah, I am. I am, though. It's a particular... Yeah, that's, uh, that's not a bad standard, uh-huh. though. Not a bad thing. That's a, not a bad state of being. But I was just thinking, as you were talking, 25. 25. That's a quarter of the way to 100. Yes. Yes, sir, it is. I have a keen grasp of the obvious. <laughs> but no, when I think 25, I actually start to think about 100. You know, when I'm at 10, I'm thinking about zero. Wow, we just started. We're up to 10. Right. But when you get to 25, not that you're even any more than a quarter there, you start to think about, wow. Yeah. No, we're, we're knocking them down. Knocking it, it, time down. time is, is moving right along. And uh, like you said earlier, uh, before we started recording, Still, you know, looking forward to this uh, every week, or in some cases like this week, twice in one week, because we're working around each other's schedule. Uh, in this case, we're working around my schedule because I, I won't be uh, here to to record one face to face next Monday. So we're um, we're doing one back to back, basically. Yes, and I have I I I still have not one ounce of trepidation, regret. Um, wish we weren't here. This is an interruption to my day. I'm not having any of that. That's I just this is fun. And yeah, picking up, picking up speed. Yes, indeed. All right. So what are we talking about tonight? You got to you got to pick two topics in a row because I had a a double episode due to the content of that article. So what uh, what's what's tonight about? This is a topic that. I am very excited about I'm all the topics are good this one is good this one's really good this one's this one's right up there with the the best of the best and I think we'll always remain there that's what I think that's how I'm excited I am about this one the title is leverage the burning power of imagination I like the, the excitement level I'm uh Okay. Yeah, it's it's going to be, you know, because we haven't talked about this, right? So we have, I Not have one no, no idea. Didn't ask any clarifying questions. Just let, let the title go as it is. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see. But uh, your enthusiasm here is, uh, is, is pretty cool. So you can see it. Yeah, I can you see can it. You can see it. Okay. All right. So say more. All what, right. Uh, well, why did I pick it? Yeah. Another, this is another concept, another practice, I guess, that I was exposed to many, many years ago. And I started to practice this idea of imagining kind of the future a little bit. And I got better at it over time and then stopped doing it and then started doing it. And anyway, it got to the point where now it's a part of my daily routine. Uh, I spent some time thinking, praying, imagining meditating all kind of rolled into one hairball of morning activity and um, 
And so I, I just know, and I, I will share some examples, and I know you will too. You've heard me say it differently before. The best way to predict the future is to create it, imagine it. I think that this particular topic is so important to us because this is one of the most important things that separates us from every other living creature, and that is the ability to imagine things. And I don't know, this, the, the, yes, was it yesterday that I gave it to you? These days roll together. I guess it was, I yesterday, it was right? yesterday. Yesterday morning. The thing that I was thinking about was after, um, I don't know, some mid-morning, just before, when we were kids, the cartoon Dick Tracy. Do you remember the, do you remember the cartoon Dick Tracy? Vaguely. Vaguely. All right. Vaguely. All right. Well, anyway, Dick Tracy, back in the 60s, had a watch. And on his watch, there was a TV and a communicator. So he could look at people and talk to them. And I remember thinking as a kid, that's just impossible. That can't be done. That, you know, there's, there's no way that that ever will be able to be done in real life. And now it has come to pass in our lifetime. You know, you can look at people and talk to people on your watch. Right now, this very day, not yours, yours is... <laughs> not, yours not this is, particular watch, right, but yours, if yours I start is, seeing people in that watch, we're, right. we've got a problem. <laughs> it might be a, a, a drug-enhanced <laughs> hallucination. I was searching right. for the right word. Uh, and all of that happened because people started imagining it. And lo and behold, it's amazing. So the imagination... Anyway, the things that we can do with our imagination is is why I got so excited about talking about it, and it is extremely powerful. And so let me just stop there before we start getting into examples and ultimately techniques and practices and so on, but where are you coming at it from tonight? So a, a very similar direction, right? So the, the, the power of, of imagination is, um, is huge. And, you know, that's, I think, the... Um, the, the kind of the generator, if you will, of your, of your dreams potentially, right? So it, it you know, flashes into your head as an idea um, and then it starts to you know, materialize into you know, something you're, you're seriously you know, interested in, in accomplishing or doing. And it just you know, keeps, keeps going from there. But I think that that's like the factory, right? So that's, that's the generator that, that gets that stuff going. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you, there's no limits to it. There's, there really, there aren't any rules, and uh, and there's no limits to, you know, what you can imagine. You know, there's, um, and there's folks that you know, use it as a, um, a stress reliever. Um, you know, kind of you know, take themselves away from their their current reality and and go into, you know, a, a different state to, um, kind of, escape, for, okay. for, for a bit. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, 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 yeah, I think there's different ways to use that okay. imagination. That is not at all how I was thinking about it. So that's a bit different. Um, let me just pull the pull the string on that a little bit, because when you say that, what I jumped to was people who are, you know, well, crazy. You know, <laughs> you know that they that they right. they escape. They're escaping from reality by going someplace in their brain that's just, you know, ends up in a spiral and maybe even an institution at some point. Uh, that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about something completely different. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely something completely different. Okay. Not, uh, not talking about any mental health issues. 
um, you know, I, I think about um, you know fiction novels. Okay. And you know the the, the folks that um, that are writing those things, and you know where those ideas come from, and, and you know really, I think you know I've not written one, so I don't have this. You know, this is not coming from a base of expertise here, and. At the same time, I feel like in order to write that, you have to envision it, right? You have to imagine that, and you're actually, you almost have to be in it to, to write it with the, the level of detail that some of these folks are able to do. And I, but I also think that there's, you know, ways to, you know, utilize that ability to imagine different things and, and just, you know, um, I guess daydreaming is, is, a, is a type of, of imagination. Um, so it's funny that you should mention uh, the fictional stories. Probably the most well-known writer in the history of, well, I don't know, all mankind, but certainly the English-speaking world, uh, fiction writer, William Shakespeare. And uh, maybe, you, maybe you saw some of that when you were doing a little bit of research on this, but... There's some pretty good articles out there about how he used imagination to, to talk about things and come up with... <laughs> Apparently, this is its first day with the new hands. He completely so, just let go of that cigar. So, Bryant just dropped his cigar, uh, but you've recovered and everything looks like it's okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Thanks for checking. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. All Thanks right. for laughing. William Shakespeare, he leveraged the power of his imagination to write these incredible stories that still to this day are the standard. Right. And many of the things that he wrote about were, of course, things that he'd never personally been through. He imagined them. He imagined these stories in his brain, and he made them up, and then he wrote, them, or wrote about them. So that's a, a very good example uh, of, of somebody who uses it and uses it to good effect. I, go ahead. Yeah, and I and I think in in some ways, you know, we've talked about visualization before, and uh, in, in some ways, I think that there's some kinship between the two. Um, yeah, are they are they one and the same? To maybe, me, maybe, or or, or or maybe it starts with imagination and then gets more focused as as visual, visualization. I don't, I don't know, but they uh, and they may be one and the same. But I that was happened. It, it was something I thought about when I was. When I was thinking about you know this whole imagination idea, is um, how visual uh, the the I can't even talk tonight. Visualization plays into it. There's so many people who use visualization. I, in my mind, I consider them to be the same. And uh, I, for some reason, I have this burning memory, especially in athletics. But um, watching the Olympics, the Summer Olympics, when I was a kid, and it was the high jumpers that struck me more than anybody else because the high jumpers just before they make their run, their approach to the bar, I mean, they're like in a trance. If you watch them, they're, you know, you can see them, they're kind of rocking back and forth on their feet, forward and back, and you, their eyes are either closed or not focused on anything that's going on around them. And you know that they're visualizing the run, they're visualizing the leap, they're visualizing the Fosbury flop over the bar and hitting in the pit and putting their arms up over their head with victory when they've cleared the bar. I mean, you, you know they're doing that, Right. Um, and that's what, and so I mean, every sport does that. But for some reason, in high jumping, because you get to watch their warm up, it's just really interesting to watch them go through the visualization exercise. And that's it. You know, they they visualize themselves. Right. 
Yeah, and they, you know, the research tells us that, um, you know, your your body uh, doesn't know the difference, right, Be- between you imagining it or visualizing that process going on uh, and actually doing it, right? So they've, they've done that, they've tested folks in, in a laboratory setting and monitored the activity of your, you know, your brain and, and your body's responses and so on. And, I think it's pretty interesting. It's very interesting, and your subconscious mind definitely does not know the difference between it. It's just taking everything that's that's implanted on it and taking it as, as real. And so I've read a number of times over the years that one of the strategies to help burn this stuff into your brain so that it becomes even more real is to pair it up with emotion. And so when you, when you are emotional about something, I don't know if it, you know, the grooves, the neurons, you know, get more dug in, or I don't know the right scientific explanation, but if you're imagining something and you pair it up with emotion, because if you're just kind of blah, eh, you know, I'm going to imagine this, but it's not really, you're not really feeling it to your core. When you add the emotion to it, it becomes so much more real to your brain, so much more powerful, and uh, to, to quote somebody that I read earlier today, Imagining the future in that way is like planting seeds. That's what you're doing. And these are good, healthy seeds. Well, they should be. You can also use it as a negative thing, and we can talk about that. But you're planting seeds that are going to bear fruit over time. It doesn't happen immediately, but it does happen over time. And the the more good seeds you plant, the more good fruit you're going to bear over time. Yeah, emotion you know, is is the magic, right? So you know, it's, it's, that is it's, the magic. It's the glue that that holds it together, right? Right, and and, and it's it's contagious. Right. Um, not only does it get you excited and more motivated when when you share it with someone or somebody else witnesses the the level of positive emotions that you have associated with it, uh, it, it can you know draw them in and, uh, and cause them to want to be involved as well, it which does. is is. You know that's the secret when it comes to, you know, selling a, a, a vision to others in an organization is is being able to uh, harness that that emotion that you have and share it with others to get them excited so that they can get on board to help you achieve this vision. You are so right about that. Yeah, it it, it, it you re, you use the right word. It is contagious. You see somebody with that and with the emotion associated with it, and you're just like, you pay attention. And you and you think I want I want some of what they got I don't know what it is, but I want it. Right. And I like it. I want to read a quote to you that uh, so that that for me that just continues to feed into the same um, level of excitement. So I, my my father was a physicist. My brother, older brother, is a physicist, and. Uh, Albert Einstein obviously was probably the most famous physicist in the history of mankind. So I've gr- having grown up in that world and listening to that kind of talk, a quote from Albert Einstein means a lot to me. It means a lot to a lot of people, but uh, certainly means a lot to me. This is what he wrote. Uh, think about this. Think about him saying this. Imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited to all we now know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there will ever be to know and understand. That's remarkable. Yeah, that's that's deep, 
right? Mm -hmm. And it, it, true though, right? I mean, spot on. There, um, that reminded me of, uh, of a book I've talked about where the, uh, and I forget who the author is, but ultimately she's talking about how, you know, there's, there's all these ideas that float around in the world, mm -hmm. right? And they're, and, and they're like um, little salespeople, you know, floating around with their idea and they have to find a vehicle, you know, being one of us to agree to take that idea on and do something with it. So I think it's that imagination that you have and, and uh, you know, you end up pairing with one of those ideas that's floating around and you may or may not decide to, to move forward with it. The idea doesn't go away, right? So you, you might take it and run with it or you might three, four or five years from now see somebody else doing that exact thing and think to yourself, I thought about doing that, you know, however long ago. And it just wasn't right. So that idea doesn't go away. So that I, I like what he's saying about, you know, the, the, it, the infinite amount of it being out there. It encompasses yeah. the infinite amount that's out there bouncing around in the universe. And at some point comes across your brain, you and choose to engage in it and, and, and imagine it. And, you know, that's how all of these things happen. And I'm, I'm starting to venture into very shallow water here about uh, the theory of relativity because I really don't. I've spent no time studying it. I've read a little bit about it, but um, he will say, and others have written about him saying it, the, the way he came up with the theory of relativity was by imagining what would be happening in the universe, first of all, if he were traveling at the speed of light. So the speed of light is the fastest that anything moves that we know of. Right. And so he's, he, he's tried to imagine what would the world look like to me if I were sitting on the pointy end of a light beam and traveling at the speed of light. What would be happening around me? How would I observe the world? And then he asked himself the question, he was imagining, what if I was traveling faster than the speed of light? Something that, and then he thought, well, how, you know, and all of these things floating around in his brain caused him to begin to conceive of this thing that we now know as the theory of relativity, which continues to be an amazing scientific theory. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, so there's a, one of the certainly most intelligent human beings ever to live who's talking about the importance of imagination. So it's yeah, it's good great, enough for Albert, it's good enough for me. <laughs> it's a great quote. Uh, and I, I think, um, you know, imagination is also one of those things that there are barriers to maximizing. And I think that um, you know some of the some of the experiences that people have in their lives with um, you know stress or you know bad relationships or you know a myriad of things can block their ability to fully utilize that imagination. So you know if, if folks are listening to this and they're thinking, well, you know, I, I I don't really seem to have a very vivid imagination or a very active imagination. Well. You know, it might be time to look at what else is going on in your life and, and you know, do you have uh, time set aside on a, on a daily basis or do you, you know, is your life so uh, filled with activities that have you pulled in so many different directions that you don't have the time to, to actually spend uh, in, you know, solitude or, or, or whatever environment it is that would produce that for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just... I, I enjoy um, my, I call it my cave time. Okay. Right? So, 
Your um, man cave. Yeah, where I drag my club back into the cave. And, <laughs> but, you know, you need that. And um, you know, some of the best conversations that, that, that I have um, with anyone are the ones I have with myself. And I think, you know, that's all part of that imagination. You know people and I know people and in the same line of conversation that you just started us down who are always, you know, you, in fact, you even said it, boy, I don't have, I don't have a good imagination. I don't have that active of imagination. Well, guess what you're doing? It becomes a self-fulfilling. You are imagining, you are self-fulfilling that you don't have that. Yeah. And, and, and so, yes, you can use imagination. I know lots of people who say that always happens to me. I have the worst luck. Yeah. Every time, you know, this thing happens, it turns this direction and everything sucks. Life is horrible. You know, I'm cursed. People say that. Right. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I have, a, uh, I have a term for those. I call them uh, your, your personal declarations. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, whether you're, you know, I've, I've heard friends of mine say, you know, we sit down at a restaurant, right? They, they always screw my food up. Well, what are the chances they're going to get it right tonight? Not yeah. good. Not not when you throw that expectation out there. That's right. They always screw it up. Yeah, they heard you, man. Stand by. They're going to deliver again for you tonight. Not only have they heard you, but you're looking for it. Right. You're not looking for, you know, what really turned out well. You know, you're looking for that, that one potato on your plate that got burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever it was. The other thing about, for me, imagination that I love is that is where all creativity comes from you know creativity is what to me gives just this beautiful texture to life and and where does that come from that comes from people imagining things happening in a different way or in a different color or with a different set of words or with a different type of emotion or with a different blend of all of these things together that, that come together and present an activity, an event, a piece of art, a piece of music in a new and creative way. And it's really interesting. And so, you know, and but they have to imagine it first. Hey, what if we tried doing this? And they do it and all of a sudden it's one of the most amazing things you've ever seen or heard. Yeah, and you, uh, you know, you, it, that, that, is, that is kind of cool to think about. You know, all the, just in our physical world, right? So you start looking around and, and things that we have you know, that we use every day, computers, um, you know, watches, uh, electricity, uh, and all the things that go along with, with that. You know, at some point, somebody had to imagine that because it didn't exist. Yeah. And thank God for them. Yeah. And, and for their ability to, uh, to imagine something like electricity. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, so we need to... I need to imagine something for Greybeard Chronicles on par with the importance of electricity. <laughs> I am all over that. I am with I don't, you. I don't on know that. what that is. We need to figure that uh, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I am in that camp, doing that very thing. I am imagining big things. So you, you are not going to have any resistance from me on that at all. All right. Well. It's nice to talk about it, but how do you actually do it? How, how, do, you, how do you actually, in a, in a process that's repeatable, useful, helpful, reinforcing, 
is there anything that, that you kind of do or, you know, you, maybe you do, it didn't really raise it. By the way, I wanted to make the point before we get to this. I, I told you that I practice this, but what, I, what I've been reminded of is I got to do it so much more because right. it's so helpful. And, uh, you know, my, my little process that I use in the morning, it's going to, I'm amping it up, baby. I'm, I'm taking it to a whole new level because I got excited when we were thinking about this, talking about this and preparing for this. So anyway, back to what do you think? What do you think some practical tactics are? I think that uh, in some ways it's going to be individual, right? So you've got to figure out what works for you and, uh, and, and you know, what environment you need to be in to create that, that level of concentration and, and imagination for yourself, right? For me, um, you know, the, the meditation, um, I'm, I'm still dabbling in, uh, in, in the meditation and uh and, and, and utilizing that and have have not had tremendous success okay um and i there's got to be different ways for different people there you know because i can i can spend time on my motorcycle um just out cruising and you know that that is a great time for me to think about things now obviously i still have to be in the moment and be paying attention to what's going on Otherwise, I could be a significant safety hazard to myself or someone else. Um, and at the same time, I have found that to be a, uh, a situation where uh, I have a lot of, you know, ideas that are popping into my head and, and, and so on. So for me, that, that works very well. I tell you what, you ought not to fight that. You ought to just go with it. I mean, I've heard you talk about this before. And this, you know, think about an issue that you want to dwell on before you take off on your ride. I'm, you know, I want to consider whatever. And then you just, on a, on a warm whatever day, whatever days you like to ride, whatever the, the right weather is, you go out and you just I like it. to ride in all of them, but okay. it's, a, it's a lot more fun riding on a, you know, 70 and sunny, 70 degree sunny day, but you know. When the road isn't wet, right? Right. Yeah, I would say don't fight it. If that's, if that's where you find your bliss and your mind is working at its best, don't, don't feel like you got to be sitting in some sort of, you know, predetermined position with your legs crossed in your basement humming noises just do it get on your bike and go and work through the issues i think that's a great way to do it i really do and you're right i think it is going to be uh, situational with with everybody and and that leads me to a thought that i want to say it does take discipline and it does take practice you know if you don't set the time aside to do it then the likelihood of you doing it in a way that is truly the most beneficial to you, is gonna, it's going to slip away. It's going to kind of slip through your fingers. So I, I do think you need to take the time to actually plan it. I am going to take some time to plan. I'm going to plan time in my schedule to think about, imagine the way I think, the way I want things to turn out in my life. If you do that and you have the discipline and the practice of doing that, it will, it's just, I think, more effective. I mean, you can do it in any different way, but repetitive, massive action over time makes it more effective. Well, and that also speaks to, um, you know, building that, the, the habit, mm -hmm. right? Get, in, get into the habit of doing that, and uh, it becomes, you know, part of your daily routine, and, and you, uh, you can feel a little out of sorts when you don't do it. Right, right. 
And I think you need to generate within you for the things that are really important in your life, you have to generate an intense burning desire to achieve what it is you want. What does that get back to? Something that we've talked about many times, the why. Why is it that you want this? Why is it that I want good health? Why is it that I want this good relationship? Why is it that I want to go into this type of work? Why is it that do I want to achieve this goal? If, if you don't have a good, powerful, you know, burning desire to do this, you're going to get started. You'll be all excited for five minutes. And then, you know, right. the wind will blow and the rain will come and the whatever, and you'll be sidetracked and it'll, it'll fall off. So... And I, and I think I've said this uh, in a roundabout way already. Um, I just I have to call this out that you know there's there's some decluttering that needs to occur um, prior to right. So you know it, it, whether it's a just a mental shift and a conscious decision to you know stop thinking about all the stuff that's spinning around in your head. You know what do I have to do today? What do, you know all of those types of things and just focus on the here and now. And, and be present in that moment while you are focusing on, you know, opening up your mind to other possibilities and, and, and so on. Um, and I think that just, that, that's, that's, a, that's something you have to have the discipline to learn how to do. Yep. Nope, I think you're right. Yeah, it's, and, and that, that's not an easy thing to do either. Decluttering, it, it's not easy because it, it's, well, that's one of the reasons that, that I turn my phone off. And I don't even. Oh, and I, I man, I, yeah. I, I got I've said it before. Yeah. Ever since you said that, you know, putting your phone on. Um, so it uh, doesn't make a noise. Yeah, yeah. silent. You right. know, so it doesn't vibrate. Doesn't doesn't do anything. You have to actually pick it up to see if there's a message in there. And I do that fairly frequently. I, I'll I'll pick it up and check it. And and the reason that is is because you know I, I use that for work. Absolutely. And uh, I I need to you know be responsive and and so on. And at the same time when I need to not look at it and, you know, I can put it down and walk away and it's not going to say, Hey, come back, you know, by vibrating or, or ringing or, or whatever. And that is huge. I, I, I appreciate the, uh, the tip that you shared with me, whether or not you intended it that way, it, it certainly has, uh, has helped. And, uh, and I like it a lot. It's actually saved me in, uh, in more than one scenario where, you know, I'll be, uh, in front of our club members and, 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 talking about whatever and uh, we'll, somebody will make an announcement to put your phones on silent and uh, you know I have said you know anybody's at the phone that rings you know you're coughing up 20 bucks or whatever okay all right and um, because people are you know eager to have fun in the process inevitably there's one or two people and you all know who you are who call my phone <laughs> okay right after I say that just to see yes and yes. um you you've saved me at least you've at least sixty dollars I think you, in the <laughs> excellent excellent because you would have checked yes yeah that's awesome so I want to walk through a, a a practical exercise and and I think one way to do this in an area that I think that everybody can relate to and that is health so let's imagine that you you want to be in your version of perfect health. So you, you know, you, you really imagine, what does that mean to you? I have, I have a certain degree of muscle tone. I have a certain weight that I want to achieve. I have a certain way that I eat 
you know, the way I choose the food that I want to eat and the things that I want to drink. I have all of this stuff rolling around in my head and I project out into the future, some point in the future where I just see myself. Maybe I, maybe I imagine myself standing in front of the mirror and going, wow, look at that. I mean, I am, I am really looking good and you, you own it. And I mean, you, you add color and texture and sound and emotion and, and all of these things to it so that it, it just appears to you to be very real. And, and you get excited. That's me. I, am in, I have achieved the state of health and I am in perfect health. And you just repeat that, self to, that, that to yourself. You know, every day at some point, maybe a couple times a day. And the thing that will amaze you is you'll then be at dinner or out with friends or doing something and you'll make a different decision about what you choose to eat or what you choose to drink or how much you choose to eat. And you don't even know that you were really doing it, but it is your subconscious mind that's starting to work on it, and you're starting to make decisions that move you in the direction of your version of perfect health, and one day you wake up and you've achieved it if you stick to it over time, so long as it's important enough to you. You have that why. Why do I want to be in perfect health? Because I want to be able to play with my grandkids. I want to be able to have a high quality of life as I get into you know, the, you know, the last couple decades of my life. So I'm going to take care of myself now so that when I get there, I can achieve all of these things. And that's really important to me to be able to do those things. You know, so you, you walk through that, um, you sit quietly, you imagine it, and you feel that it's true right this minute. It's not, it's not that you are going to arrive someday. You have the feeling like you're there right now. I'm there. I'm in perfect health. And then, you know, you're done with your little period of time with yourself and you get up and you walk through your day, but you will notice behavioral changes. And those behavioral changes are what start to move you toward. That's how I'd recommend one of the ways of doing it. Multiply that times any event. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. And one, one of the things that, uh, that jumped into my head while I was listening to you is uh, the use of um, vision boards. Right. Okay. So the, yes. the the way that you were describing, you know, visualizing yourself, you know, looking like this, and um, you know, there's there's certainly some power in in utilizing a, a vision board to have that constant reminder of, you know, what it is you're uh, setting out to achieve, and uh, you know, our our mind sees things in pictures like that, and uh, it it works, it absolutely works. Yes, it does. And I bet if you were to go back, and you've probably done this, and I know, I know you have, and if you, if you were to reconstruct in your brain the period leading up to the formation of Strength and Honor Motorcycle Club and your involvement with it, but there's no doubt in my mind that you were imagining all of this happening long before it ever did. Would you agree with that? Is that, is that something, I mean, do you remember anything about that period of time, or was it long enough ago that it sort of faded? Or no, it, it was it was certainly a, a, a little while ago. Yep. Um, and at the same time, yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely remember and and still, you know, have my you know sights set on the things that that um, you know I personally want to accomplish. Yeah. And that I, you know, we want our organization to to accomplish. And those things, like I, I've had, you know, plenty of my brothers. Um, ask you know did did you imagine this you know did you did you foresee this happening and 
you know, my answer to that question is yes. Absolutely, yes. I did. Yes. 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 Most definitely. Did you ever think it would be this good? Did you ever think it would be this exciting? Yeah, I did. I absolutely did. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, I think about the launch of Harkon, you know, 14 years ago. I think about the launch of the brewery. I think about Greybeard Chronicles. You know, you and I both have said we were thinking about doing a podcast for a long time. So we were imagining this to be so. And guess what happened? The world conspired. And all of a sudden, you know, we became connected. You floated it out there. I immediately responded to it. Here we are. It's, you know, it all starts with leveraging the incredible burning power of imagination. Um, yes, it does. There was a period in time, a couple of years ago for me, that uh, I'm, a, I'm a big, I've mentioned this before, I'm a big UFC fan, and uh, I, I really enjoyed watching the journey of Conor McGregor. I don't know if you know much about his story. But, a little bit. Uh, first, first guy in the history of the UFC to, uh, to be the, the belt holder of two different weight classes had never happened before. But if you go back and you watch the videos of his, you know, talking to people, and he's a, you know, he's a absolutely a, um, one of those guys that talks trash like crazy. But in, in his mind, what he's doing is he's predicting the future. And he said for years, and certainly many months, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. He said it over and over and over and over again. And there were, almost everybody said, you're crazy, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna do it, there's no way. He just blocked all that stuff out and said, I'm gonna do this, and he did it. You know, he's since gotten himself into trouble and I don't know if he'll ever fight again, he might. He, you know, was and is a damn good fighter, but he's gonna have to get back into a, a mental place where he's hungry again, because I think what's happened is he had so much success, got so much money, got so much notoriety that he um, didn't need the fight anymore. Right. He went in a different direction. So, yeah, it is. Um, it is certainly powerful. I'm just. I'm sitting here thinking about, um, you know, the different examples that that I've seen, you know, play out in in my life and and other people's. Where, you know, you you know that's where it started, right? You know, that's. It's those thoughts, that yeah. are the the foundation of of everything that we create. Yeah. And they all start in that imagination. Yes, they do. You, you mentioned, uh, somebody asked you, did you ever in, imagine that this would happen? And you said yes. And it, you're probably 20 years ago, same thing. I, I was watching Oprah Winfrey be interviewed on TV, and, and the, you know, the, the journalist asked her that same question. Wow, you are one of the most wealthy people in, in the world, and you have just rocketed to the top and you have this all of this money and this incredible power and influence did you imagine that happening and without hesitation she said I absolutely did every bit of it and I, I that was at that time that was a remarkable thing for me it really came in I said wow there's something to this whole thing called imagination and that's I had read about it before but anyway yeah because if you if you don't it won't that's right right And have fun with it and, and be persistent and uh, own the thing physically. I'm sorry, own the thing mentally before you actually own it physically. In your mind, it is yours. You own it. I am going to arrive there. I am going to get that. I am going to accomplish that. 
own it. Surround it with emotion. Capture it with vivid detail and color and all and sound and taste. Own it and go for it. Have your why so you don't quit. That's all I got. <laughs> it's all I'm getting I pumped up just listening to you, man. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, goodness. So there you have it. For those of you out there listening, start imagining what it is that you can do and stop the negative self-talk. The negative self-talk just reinforces itself and all of a sudden that's what you're imagining and that's what you're accomplishing. Stop it. Start yeah. talking positive. Yeah, don't don't get me started on that. Okay. The uh, cuz it's uh, you know, we're shooting ourselves in the foot on a regular basis when you allow that stuff to creep in. Um, you got to you got to stop it. Yeah. Stop it dead in its tracks or mm-hmm. you know, none of None of the other stuff that you're, you're thinking about is, uh, is going to materialize until you learn to, to master that negative self-talk and flip it. So right now I'm imagining myself on a beach somewhere warm with my toes in the sand and uh, got to figure out how to make that happen sometime soon. <laughs> I yes, want to be there. You should. Because it's been colder than all get out around here lately. Yeah, you know, and the, it, it's uh, of course it's rained for the last couple of days, and that extra moisture in the air makes it uh, even more cold. Go to the bone. Even yeah. even when it's the temperature is actually not all that uh, that low. It's uh, it's been raw. That's what I call it. That weather is raw. Raw. Yeah, I don't that raw weather. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I want summer back. It's coming. Yes, it is. I think maybe I'm going to take my motorcycle and go south for a little while. Okay. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Going, going south for... Does that mean like tonight you're hopping on your motorcycle and... No, not, Okay. Not tonight. All right. Maybe Friday. Okay. I know you're heading somewhere soon. And I thought I thought it was down south someplace. So. It is. And are it you is. taking your... Are you riding the bike? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Doing, uh, doing something we haven't done before in the... Uh, we're headed to um, to Georgia for a family Christmas, and I uh, I certainly wouldn't have any problem riding there if the weather was decent. Right. And uh, so there's you know this time of year it can be a little unpredictable. I could get there and then not be able to get back. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something I haven't done before and put my bike on the uh, on the auto train. And uh, that's right. You head, mentioned that. Yeah, head south okay. with it and then uh, ride around in a warmer climate. Put it on the train and bring it back up here. And uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm praying that uh, when I come back here, I'll still be able to ride it back home because it would not, you know, it hasn't snowed while I was gone. So. <laughs> but either way, we'll, we'll get it back home regardless. Yes, you will. All right. Anything else we, no, uh, we need to talk about on this imagination theme? I, uh, I, I feel like I'm vegging here because I'm, I'm just... I'm, you, Your you mind have, is racing. Yeah, you've, you've kicked me square into my headspace and I'm just sitting here... You know, thinking about Good. You know, different things. And, yeah. Yeah, very thought-provoking. I'm imagining big things for Greybeard Chronicles. So, And I know there, the seeds are being planted. Many seeds have been planted, and they will bear fruit. So hang on, Absolutely. world. <laughs> yes. Look out. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, I owe you a topic for the next one. Yes, you do. I think I have one. Okay. 
Are willing to reveal it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I will. Okay. I, now, I haven't landed on the exact title, but ultimately, what I want to talk about is the situation going on in Virginia right now with the new incoming uh, legislators in Richmond that are talking about crazy things when it comes to uh, gun control and how that impacts Virginians and the constitutionality of it all. Um, I would definitely like to have a discussion about that. And I know we've talked about, you know, having that gun control debate or, or conversation um, in light of all the things that are going on right now. I think now it's time to talk about it. I look forward to following your lead on this one because I know that you're passionate about this. I am too, but not anywhere close to you. And so I, that's going to be a fun conversation, and I will, I will help you do that. And, All right. Uh, I look forward to it. Thanks for thanks for letting me know. Now I don't, I don't have to wait for you to send me a text ten minutes before we start. <laughs> I, I that was a little unfair. Yeah. A little unfair. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. I, I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad you clarify that because I I didn't want to have to dime you out with the but you know anyway with the the short time frame on the one before this one. But anyways. Right. Right. <laughs> That makes it fun. It does. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it makes the conversation a little more interesting, too. All right. Well, let's close this thing out. Okay. Until next time, enjoy, enjoy the ride. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Great Beer Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Greybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com, 